Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the marbles Way in the marbles Uh, way in the marbles In the marbles Hold my watch, Ethan, it's episode 23 Oh, that's not cool <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd get a kick out of that Oh, jeez Louise Episode 23 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan My name is Soda, you can find me on Twitter At Soda underscore Hunter and my name is Ethan. You can find me on Twitter at Viva La Ethan. I didn't tell Ethan I was going to do that. And I think I threw him off this game. <laughs> yeah, you really did. I was I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so ready. Now that Kyle Busch and Tyler Reddick both are eliminated from the playoffs, can we just make the switch now? Oh, I, I was going to get into that later. They should. Oh. They really should because Toyota is doing everything it, it can to kick Kyle Busch out of the playoffs, and they succeeded. Oh, man. We'll I get mean, to it a little bit later, but, man, I have some fast thoughts on that. I was cons- it's gonna, a whole conspiracy theory going on with Toyota and Kyle Busch right now. Oh, yeah. I I feel like the eight and the uh, – well, I feel like Kyle Busch should go ahead and go to the eight. The uh, Reddick should go ahead and jump into 23. Might as well go ahead. They're going to get do it anyway and look, put Gibbs in the 18. Why not? Why are we running these last six races or so like this? Yeah. Just do it. I it's mean, happened before. You know, I, I've, I remember the end of uh, other seasons they were doing that where they went ahead and swapped cars because they were going to do it anyway. When was, so the last time, it. when was the last time that happened? I remember in the late 90s that happened a few times. Like, I think I want to say Jeremy Mayfield and John Andretti swapped rides. The 37 and the 98. Yeah, like late 90s. I think it was a Kmart and uh, RCA cars. I don't know. I wasn't born yet. You were born in the late 90s. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was born in 94. <laughs> I don't know why I thought like 91 for some reason. Well, it's happened before. It's my point. It's yeah. not unprecedented. Right. Now, this is episode 23. Last okay, full disclosure, we tried to record episode 23 last week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awful deal where we got about 10 minutes in and my internet just completely crapped out. But now it's better because we actually know some drivers or a driver anyway in the 23 that we didn't name last week when we were doing it. Give me a driver yeah. that drove the 23 car. I'm still sticking with my boy, Kenny Wallace, who drove the uh, Stacker 2. Chevrolet. And I'm going to go with Jimmy Spencer. Yeah. Jimmy because Spencer. Winston, the noble car, uh, he 
he all, he took over the Smoke and Joe car from Hutch Strickland. Yes. And uh, I don't did he ever win? And he never won in that car, did he? No, he never won using the number twenty three. But he does have the most starts at one hundred and fifty seven. Bubba Wallace is right behind him with sixty two. That's right. You have the stats for the twenty three. Uh, who who are the winners? There's like three, isn't there? So. First off, do you want to take a guess on how many races the 23 has raced in NASCAR? If you said it last week during the recording, I have forgotten. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going to take a guess. Just tell us. 923 <laughs> races, four, only four wins. I knew that one. I knew that number. 43 top fives, 100, uh, 111 top tens. 341 top 20s and eight poles. You know, it'd be five wins if they didn't swap teams with uh, Bubba Wallace. And, and, that would, and that would honestly tie Bubba Wallace with the most wins in the yep. 23 car with Frank Mundy from the 1950s. Uh, it's crazy. Some of these, I mean, you'll get into a situation here eventually where you start looking at crazy numbers like 111 or 300. I think Tim flock drove a 300 car at one point Yeah, where there will literally be, be only like drivers from 1940s and fifties driving them. Right. You know, it just, and 23 is one of those weird numbers. Just not a lot of people drove that number. Do you really fast? I, I remember we had this conversation last time we tried to uh, record episode 23. Do you remember, speaking of Stacker 2, the commercials that Chris Jericho and John Cena would do for Stacker 2? I don't remember with John Cena, but I definitely remember the Chris Jericho stuff. So I remember both. There was a particular song that Jericho sung, sung, sang, sang, sung, sang, 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 sang. Um, and then there was this one particular rap that John Cena did for Stacker 2, and it was a commercial. And I still, to this day, have it absolutely memorized. So if you listen to the end of the show, you might just hear it. Oh, I don't Lord. know. <laughs> Maybe. It's only like 10 <laughs> seconds, and that's why I remembered it so well. Is so, it going to be performed by, performed by you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Why, yeah, why wouldn't it? I would absolutely. So if. Bane, I'm listening. I'm looking at you, Bane. I know you're not doing rap no more, but this might be a feature. You know, you might hear me rap, and he might be like, "You know what? Let's do a feature." You never know. Have you listened to his new album? Not yet, but I purchased it. Um, I, I don't normally buy the music because I have I, I pay ten dollars a month for Google Music, which gives me like YouTube. Right. Uh, red, so I get the uh, ad free YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Nice. So, yeah, I, I think that's worth it. I can listen to any song I want to just about, except for Garth so, Brooks. Garth Brooks isn't there, but Bane is there. Garth yeah. Brooks isn't there, but Bane is. Go, you know, go figure. So I said purchase. I meant, like, I mean, I have Apple Music, so like $10 a month. And see, just, this is what I was going to say. I have that, that subscription, but I wanted to also uh, show my appreciation for this album because the album's really good. I just went yeah. and bought it off iTunes as well. Oh, like, nice. So I purchased it. And I downloaded it on my phone on top of just being able to listen to it as is. Because, oh. I mean, it's $6, right? It's a $5.99 album, seven songs, and they're excellent. Well, 
listen, big big underscore Bane, your boy's broke right now. So <laughs> uh, I, I did download it. I have not had a chance to actually listen to it. I listened to a little bit of, I think it's BBW. That's my favorite uh, one on there. I but I only got about thirty seconds in, and I was already out. You know, I, I I plugged it in when I left the work parking lot, and by the time I got home, it was like thirty seconds in. So I was like, "Well, crap!" So I'm gonna have to like sit down and actually listen to it. Normally, when he drops uh, albums, I will let I'll sit there and listen to the first one, and then I'll write this paragraph over that one particular song, kind of giving my overview on every song of that album so i plan on doing the same thing with this one uh but i'm really really excited about it it's got a big uh nine inch nails vibe to it i don't know what that is uh, it's a group nine inch nails oh well i'm team jonas brother until the day i die <laughs> yeah so. that's, it's not anything like nine inch nails. so <laughs> um also uh i don't know i kind of dig this style because Another group I really like is Gorillas, and this kind of kind of fits that mold a little bit. It isn't oh, like nice. it's not completely like it, but it's got like a, a, a kind of a techno kind of deal with it too, a little bit. And I don't know, it's just it's fun. It's a fun listen. The whole album. You know, is. You know what's just as good as Bane's music? Hmm. Good old rowdy energy. Oh yeah, clean energy, baby. Way too late to be drinking rowdy energy. <laughs> yes, sir. It is nine thirty-five, and I'm about to regret what I just did. <laughs> Good lord, have mercy. I've been testing the waters with some new ones since I haven't. Uh, I can't buy rowdy energy here. I have to have it shipped. Yeah. Uh, what's that one? Alani. Is that a I have brand? No idea. Yeah, it's one I saw uh, Drew Vinsel pushing a Witch's Brew version of it, but I didn't find a Witch's Brew. I found a cherry slushy version, which tasted just like a cherry icy. So that was really neat. Hey, pal, we're trying to get sponsored by uh, Rowdy Energy. So I'm trying to get sponsored by anybody. <laughs> I mean, money's money. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I get it, but listen, this is—I mean, I mean, it's a NASCAR podcast. If anybody knows anything about sponsorship, it should be us, right? That's why I'm pushing Rowdy Energy so dang hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's not because of that, but I actually do love Rowdy Energy. I so. do too. It's my favorite one by far. But I oh, just yeah. can't go out and answer the store and buy it. I right, have to which have it shipped. Yeah, that uh, I have a Casey's. I don't know if you know what that is. I do not. So Casey's General Store, it's a gas station, uh, literally right down at the end of my road, and they are the only Casey's in a 50-mile radius that does not sell Rowdy Energy. <laughs> I, of course, I have to drive you know, 20, 30 miles north or west to find one, you know, Rowdy Energy. It's like, oh, golly. See, we used to have them in a Publix down here, which is a grocery store. It's, oh, okay. it's like a step up from what you have like at Walmart grocery. It's like a step up from that. So it isn't, it isn't quite to that level. It's just, you know, you know how grocery stores are. Some of them are a little more elevated. Some of them are a little under Yeah, Walmart yeah. grocery. Like Walmart grocery is right in the middle of it all to me. Oh yeah, for sure. But then I go down to Piggly Wiggly and it's just, yeah, we have a grocery <laughs> store called Piggly Wiggly. 
Piggly Wiggly. What? Piggly Wiggly. That's, I'm I'm not making that up. It was on Walking Dead. One episode of Walking Dead. They mentioned the Piggly Wiggly because they're in Georgia. It's a southern chain. Yeah. I laughed my head off as I heard Piggly Wiggly on national TV. But yeah, we, anyway. uh, we have a restaurant here, not in my hometown, but about thirty minutes down the road, and it's called Aunt Toadies. That ain't too bad. Ain't toads. Yeah, oh, 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 I don't want no toads in my <laughs> soup. I don't know why I think of soup every time I think of that place, but ugh. we got catfish shacks in, in our, our hometown. That's our big claim to fame. We got have, a catfish house and a catfish shack. Have you ever heard of Long John Silvers? Yeah. That's a national oh, okay. national chain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Their, their chicken is bomb. Oh, it's so good. Well, I don't have anything like that near me, but I think there's one in Pensacola, Florida, or used to be anyway. Oh. But it's a national chain. I just don't have any near me. You know what? I you know what sounds really good right now? Oh gosh, I just uh sheets. I have I have been to those. They're kind of a a north south one. Not north northern, northern south chain. You know, like uh, Virginia in that area. I, I, northern I, southern yeah northern oh, southern not quite northern but northern southern is that a thing i guess so or maybe southern <laughs> northern <laughs> well i tried i only had it twice and when i lived in new york i had it but i had to drive to pennsylvania yeah which that, is like it's in that three yeah, hours it's in an, an area up in there like the one i went to was in virginia and yeah on the because yeah. there's a truck stop yeah and I was back when I was really cool, you know, trying to get every single flavor of soda I could find to try all the different flavors. And they had yeah. a bunch of really good sodas in there, like Sprecher. They sold several flavors of Sprecher, and that's a really good brand. I remember the whole Soda Hunter gimmick. That was really awesome. Oh, I, I, it's still that way. It's just I don't video it, and I just I try to focus on zero sugar. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. So we should probably talk about the. Yeah, we could. I mean, we've been 15 <laughs> minutes into the podcast, and we're not even talking about uh, Bristol. <laughs> Dude, we got 19 winners this year. Unreal. Not a single playoff driver has won in the playoffs. So if you really take a look at the last four winners, we have Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace, uh, Christopher Busher. Christopher Busher. Chris Busher. Like it's that's unreal. Those are four drivers that no normally, you know, are not normally up there battling for wins, and they all four have won consecutively. That's amazing, and I love this next gen car. Who? Oh, you're you about the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Notice how I I choked on my words when I said it. Uh, I don't. To that one I, I don't honestly think it's the car. I because okay, at the beginning of the year. You had issues, okay? You had transmission issues. You had tires blowing all over the place. And then after about seven, eight races, I mean, uh, you had the wheels falling off, you know. Sure. After about seven races or so, we didn't have any issues. I mean, think about it. Towards the middle of the season, no more blown tires. No wheels stopped falling off, like, a race that that quit happening oh. there's hasn't been any mechanical failures i mean the only issues they have is when they bump the wall just a little bit it completely breaks the toe of the car 
you know, but that's, they say this car's durable. It is so not durable. It's the most fragile NASCAR <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. And I know that's a big no-no calling it a NASCAR, but that's always what I've called it. So I'm just always going to call it a NASCAR. It makes me cringe every time I hear you I say that, but that's okay. It's That's okay. It's how do you distinguish in a shorter term this car compared to another, another type of stock car? It's a NASCAR yeah. stock car. Cool. Right. I'm going to call it a NASCAR. Um, <laughs> anyway, but ever since the playoffs started, yeah, what are teams doing? They're pushing it. Yeah, they're pushing it to the absolute limit that they possibly can. So what is what's going to happen? Well, they're going to overdo it on pressures and camber. Tires are blowing again. They're making their pit stops too fast. They're not cinching in the lug nut. Tires are falling off again. You know, they're they're pushing the limit to what they can do with the engines and they're they're breaking the cars. They're just straight up breaking the cars when they weren't doing that the last 10, 12 weeks. So with the exception of Kyle Bush, which I feel is, is a little bit more um something different going on there. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a in my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit more of a haha, see you later more than like pushing it but you know i mean that's what makes it exciting right i mean kyle larson let me see he's setting fourth in the championship with two wins chase elliott's first with four wins that's not that's not a typical hendrick season Mm -mm. i really really like it i i do think it's a big part of uh the way that the cars are made that's making it so much more possible for lower tiered teams to win it's it's really interesting and honestly i think it's hilarious that the teams are pushing these cars so hard and everybody keeps having issues at least half the playoff drivers every week have an issue at least half of them so far all three races i think it's hilarious because man it makes this race exciting (laughs) you don't know what's gonna happen you know, I mean, Kyle Busch, he's leading under caution and he blows up. Kevin Harvick literally oh. catches on fire. You know, Martin Truex, you know, power steering fails on that. He flips the car off on pit road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'm sorry, I in the garage. That. He was in the garage. He's sitting there. He got out of the car, looked at it, and flipped it off right there on national TV. Just, they like said, it's cheap parts. Like, n- no, the parts are the same as they've been all year. Y'all weren't complaining too hard about these parts mid mid season. Right. Y'all are complaining about them now because you push them to the absolute limit and over the limit on right. what you're doing. So not everybody's cars are breaking. It is funny I'll, how all the Fords though had tire issues. Yeah. I noticed that. Like how now now think about pushing the cars to, you know, the breaking point. What if an Alex Bowman somehow plays it safe and he slips into the championship four and you know let's say chase elliott joey logano ross chastain you know they you know they're the championship four whatever just being hypothetical if they overdo it and alex bowman just shows up kind of under the radar you know we could have a first time champion in in a situation like that man i mean i was i was gonna say you brought him up you know who's not having that many issues in the playoffs ross chastain yeah, he he was true. having a lot of issues right before the playoffs started. 
But once the playoffs hit, I don't know if they were they were trying some stuff because they were in. That could have been what was happening. Sure. Maybe they were trying some stuff. Like these guys, you know, taking it easy, getting into the playoffs, and then they put their best stuff in the playoffs. Maybe Chastain was trying some stuff. Maybe their team was trying some stuff because he's in. With two wins, he was solidly in. Maybe they saw what wasn't working, and they backed it off back to the way it was at the beginning of the year. And he had one issue, and it was not mechanical. It was a random piece of debris got stuck in between the the hub and the wheel, and it wouldn't let the wheel go on all the way. That you right. can't prevent that. I mean, you can't you can't do anything to stop that. That's just something that happens, and you come in and you fix it. And they did. Right. He finished a couple of laps down, I think, still. Maybe one lap down. But that's the only issue he's had. So, yeah, dude, Ross Chastain is a very solid pick to get in the top four at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I hope 100%. I hope he wins it, man. I hope he wins it. Now that Kyle Busch is not in the playoffs, I can absolutely be you know a lot more open about it. I hope Ross Chastain wins, too. To be completely honest with you, how much fun would that be? How many watermelons would he smash on the front straight <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I saw the uh, the the Denny Hamlin thing where he's playing the, the Jenga, Jenga, yeah. And I saw your comment, <laughs> and I was like, "That's amazing!" Because like I took like when we started this podcast, I was like, "Okay, I, I can't be so Kyle Bush heavy. I have to be a little bit more of like almost like a commentator." No. And then like I see you posted, you know, I was like, "What on earth is awesome?" I love it, and I'm here for it. Please do more stuff. I, I wonder if Hamlin's going to block in the marbles. Come I hope Ross Chastain didn't think I was calling him one. I hope not. I don't think so. I mean, that was pretty Did you see that white the car they posted for him coming up? I don't know when it's going to race, but there's a white and chrome red car. Yes. And that's beautiful. It. it looked real Hitting good. all my all my feels right there. The white and, and that chrome red like that. I mean, very roll tide. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. If it, wait, what is it? Red, what is it? What's the colors for them? Alabama? Crimson. Or, Crimson and white. No, like, was it right or, or white and red until I'm cold and dead? That's it. Well, it's, it's yeah. not red. Oh, it's crimson. Isn't that what they say? No, we don't call it White red. red. Oh, I don't, I don't know what team. <laughs> well, I I heard uh, Jay Uso say that about the 49ers. He said, "You know, white and red till I'm cold and dead." And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And then I forgot it. So that's pretty cool. Crimson, Alabama's crimson. crimson. Oklahoma claims claims crimson too, but they claim crimson and cream. We Ew. we crimson and white. Sounds like an ice cream flavor. Sounds like bloody ice cream, yeah. Crimson and cream. So what's, is it purple or maroon? What, crimson? Yeah. It, it's like a, it's hard to explain. It's it's kind of like a, <laughs> it is really hard to explain exactly what crimson is. It's not red. It does have a tint of purple in it a little bit, but still where you would say it's red if you didn't think crimson. Like if you weren't... You know, a diehard. Yeah, if you weren't, yeah, you weren't looking at it thinking, "Oh, this is a crimson tide." You would say it's red. 
but okay. I see the difference between crimson and red. Red's like sure. vi- bright and vibrant, like cardinals or something. But crimson is more muted, maybe not so yeah. bright. Hue a little towards purple. But anyway, let's talk about Alabama football. All of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. But that beautiful I'm to white learn and red car. That beautiful white and yes. red car from Ross Chastain. So. So this is a conspiracy now with Toyota. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Kyle Bush blows an engine. Two cars are behind Kyle Bush on the racetrack because they had uh, power steering problems or something. I think they were both power steering. The 23 yeah. car and the 45 car are in the pits already. Toyota makes it a point to get those two cars out there to pass Kyle Busch on the racetrack. They, they make it a point where with like 50 laps to go, one of them was going to, the last one was going to catch Kyle Busch's place and pass him and knock Kyle Busch back another point. I don't know how many points Kyle Busch missed the playoffs by. Do you happen to know that off the top of your head? Um, I do not. I was about to ask that. I don't uh, either. But if it was two, I mean, that's it's a blatant showing by Toyota to keep Kyle Bush out of the playoffs because that's two positions right there. That's two points that they could have sat their drivers who were not in the playoffs in the pits. They could have done that, but. I mean, I know that's kind of like a no-no to some people. Like, there shouldn't be any team cooperation at all. But, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, Rick Hendrick entered a fourth or a fifth car or something like that just in case Jeff Gordon needed a a car to be in front of one year. And uh, that dude dropped out of the race, like, immediately. Yeah. It's, It's happened throughout the history of NASCAR. Right. I'm not seeing... Where, how many points he he didn't have? Well, the point uh, of it being Toyota didn't care. Oh, they no, just straight up chance. they don't care about Kyle Busch anymore. I'm, I mean, it's very very obvious. Yeah, they're giving. He's the only Gibbs driver that's blowing up. The other ones are breaking, but he's the only one blowing engines. Yeah, the other ones are breaking power steering. They have power steering issues for some reason. I I'm so disappointed and TRD and Toyota and all that stuff. And it really sucks that I still have $33,000 to <laughs> pay on my truck. Uh, but I have switched to Chevy on my video games on everything. And it's funny. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So I was just talking. I just got a brand new Eminem's uh, Kyle Bush hat at Kansas Speedway. And my girlfriend had, mentioned she was like well what are you going to do next season and i went through this long spiel of saying like oh well you know just because he doesn't drive a toyota or m&ms or you know the 18 car it doesn't make it any less of a kyle bush hat. kyle bush will always and, be 18 m&ms because there yeah, will not be another 18 m&ms after this I literally took all of my all of my Eminem stuff down, uh, like all my uh, hats, my shirts, my uh, hoodies, and like anything TRD. I had a couple Toyota racing hats and uh, hoodies and stuff and T-shirts. I put all that in my garage in a trash bag. 
Uh, <laughs> like I am so hey, upset with toilet. You better keep some of it though. I mean, because uh, it's, it could be worth something one day. Oh, I'm keeping it. I'm not going to throw it away. You're just not going to display just, it. Heck no. <laughs> no. Like, I even, uh, like, I had a lot of, like, like Kyle Bush diecast, and I, I canceled all of them. I'm just going to stick to just buying the diecast, the elite versions of the, the races that I was at, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to buy the 2023, uh, I don't know, like the primary you know how they always make those like 20 uh 23 paint schemes or whatever and like do you know what i'm talking about uh yeah yeah the, the base ones yeah, yeah just like the the yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they, they, I, they have so many different paint schemes now where at the beginning of the year you have the base like the first diecast is usually the base scheme like the main sponsor yes. throughout the whole whole year they usually run it most. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you so much for primary, sharing that. Primary spot. That's the primary. primary. That's the word. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're here now. After 35 minutes, we are here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I, I'm just really excited to see Kyle Busch Chevy number eight uh, merchandise. I'm really excited. So who who did, who didn't make the playoffs uh, the first round? It was Tyler Reddick, Kyle Busch. Kevin Harvick and Austin Dillon. I just clicked out of it. Yes, I think that, that sounds sounds right. right. It? Yes. So both children's cars are out, and yes. one sweep. Both children's cars are out. And I told you Suarez was going to move on. I don't know how. Good. He's Lord. not breaking. That's true. That's very yeah. true. He's driving a Chevy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go Chevy. I think. I I think it's Chevy's year honestly it's chevy's year for the championship but they're the only ones that aren't breaking every week right now um oh so this is exciting as well i think i now hate denny hamlin more than joey logano uh, he's getting there <laughs> he's getting there for me <laughs> and now i can like actually say that because i have like no need yeah. to feel like I have to like keep the staple together for Toyota. <laughs> yeah, one Denny Ham was enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> that's that's enough for everybody. I think. Yeah, Joe Logano is not a Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin is his own thing, and yeah, I'm beginning. I'm 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 there with you. Joe Logano's not rubbing yep. me the wrong way near as bad as Hamlin is right now. I mean, give it time, but you know, right now, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. So moving on, we got uh, some video game news to talk about, man. 
Yes, I'm so excited. I told you. I you told did. you. You were so you were so uh gung ho that this was not gonna happen because it's an older I game. Did, <laughs> I did not think that it was gonna happen. I am so so happy. Okay. Like this is the most exciting I've ever been for being wrong. Okay, well, so two things are happening. All right. It's the same company. Okay. It's it's the same company doing this. Oh, it is. is. It? It's they oh. are the same company. Whether one got bought out or went by a different name, I don't know. But doing this the way they are and having it all in the same announcement, this is the same company that made NASCAR Heat to Ignition. It's weird because they, they did a different engine for the different games. So one game is completely different than the other. But it is the yeah. same company doing these games. So maybe eventually when they get a hold of this new engine and they start working on next-gen consoles, the Ignition series will end up being as good as the Heat series is. Hopefully. Oh, I hope so. Absolutely. But first things first, the new game, Ignition, is going to have a free download that will put new tracks and new cars, new physics into the game. And it's free for everybody. Yeah. Your 2022 roster, tracks, all that. It's going to be, I think the tracks, pretty sure the tracks too. Because there's a couple of tracks in 2022 that's not in Ignition. So they're going to throw those into the Ignition DLC for free. This is how much they know they screwed up Ignition. Because they're going to go back and they're going to do the same thing to NASCAR Heat 5. you got to pay for it. It's $12.34. Well worth it. Oh, me. yeah. Well worth it. And you get the same thing. You get some tracks thrown in there. And you get the 2022 next-gen cars with new physics and the new paint schemes. You have to pay for that. But the fact that they threw that update onto Heat 5 on all platforms means that they understand they screwed up Ignition. Because Ignition is not getting played near as much as Heat 5 is. So I must have completely misread that uh that article i thought i didn't know that they were going to put a new dlc out for well, i also did ignition. some i also did some extra stuff looking around just to make sure some of the things i was reading okay. so that's what i came across i came across that um ignition was getting the free dlc for 2022 and all the new cars and everything in fact the trailer that you see if you see a trailer on youtube that's for ignition 21 huh but really? nascar heat 5 with that engine, you know, the one that's proven that's a better game, they're going to get the new cars with online play and career mode. You're going to be able to play all that. Now, I don't know if you can play the entire new schedule in career mode. I don't know. That's iffy. Like a bunch of people yeah. are not really 100% sure if they're going to be able to throw like the new Atlanta. I think new Atlanta is going to be included. Oh, wow. I believe I heard that. I could, I could I be wrong about that, but I believe I heard that's included in the download. The new Atlanta and being able to race Bristol Dirt on NASCAR Heat in the Cup Series. So I'm just really, I don't know how, I don't know how they're going to do this, especially in career mode, because I only play in career mode. Um, actually, funny story really fast. I know we're kind of running long already. Um, so I a couple weeks ago, I said that I, sent 
uh, Drew Vinsel all those setups. Mm-hmm. Well, it was on Facebook Messenger. And so I got bored after uh, Kyle announced that his, you know, he's going to Chevy. I like, I'm not uninstalled, but I restarted my career and went straight to Chevy. Uh, obviously, RCR and all that stuff. Uh, so I had to go back <laughs> to the messages that I sent him and I accidentally hit the thumbs up button and I was like, oh crap. So I sent him a, a message. I was like, hey man, sorry, whatever. I didn't tell him I was stealing my, my, set, uh, my setups back. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna like. How are they gonna do this I don't know. in career mode? I don't know. We'll see. But they said it's gonna be playable, so we'll see. Do we know when that's gonna come out? We we know that Ignition Twenty One's thing is coming out October sixth. Oh, okay. I think the consensus is that they're going to wait because it's not an official date yet for the Heat Five. But I think the consensus is they're going to wait until after the new Switch game, which is a heat uh, port, comes yeah. out, which is mid-October. So I think they're Ugh. thinking it's going to be a late-October release for the Heat 5 DLC. I'm still not going to buy... I'm still not going to play Ignition. Even with a free download, you're not even going to try it. You're going to have it for like no. three weeks without the Heat 5 update. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even... No, I well, I, can't I saw with it. the update they're going to actually let you see your tire wear and your fuel consumption. Yeah, okay, something that's, that's awesome. in every game before. They like that's fantastic, and I'm super happy about that. But like, what about setting up the car? Like, I'm a real life crew chief. Like, I'm trying to practice. No, they ain't saying nothing about that. You know what I mean? Like, I need to put some camber in it. You know, all this stuff. Like, it's just it's unplayable still. Speaking of, um setting up the car and stuff because one thing that world of outlaws dirt racing has over nascar ignition is that you can set up the car like that Ooh, baby have you been watching any of the videos for the the new dirt racing game coming out so to be completely honest with you i uh started this new thing where i hate social media so i actually took uh turned off all my notifications for all my social media so like facebook uh, Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, all that stuff. I don't ever get notifications about any of that. So one thing I've noticed is I forget that's an option until like I'm bored and I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? I haven't checked my messages, all this stuff. Uh, my phone only rings when somebody texts me or calls me. Uh, so no, I, I have not really been as active on social media here lately. Uh, and so I have not been watching those videos. I haven't been catching them. Well, there's people that are doing playthroughs on YouTube. With stuff and that some people have er- the early access game, which isn't the oh. final release technically. So if you see like some some things that you're not happy with, you know, obviously this isn't the final version. You're going to they're going to polish some things up. Right. But, God, the game looks good. It looks so good. It, it my one of my favorite aspects about any game is the paint shop. And yeah. I feel like they give you enough with this paint shop where you can create some really cool looking dirt cars. And I man, that's a big deal to me. To me, the, a big deal is the creative part of it because ever since I was a kid, I was drawing race cars. What was my race car going to look like, you know? And, right. and I was doing that as an adult trying to draw out on the computer and stuff, what my car was going to look like. And I come up with a design and, and then I'd put that design to actual paint on the car, you know, yeah. that whole thing's always been a really big deal to me. 
And the fact that they included something that to me is better than the NASCAR heat version paint job, paint booth. You have, you can put like eight decals on the eight patches, eight sponsor patches on the chest of your, your guy, like your uniform. I mean, you could put eight different sponsors on just the chest alone, not counting the yeah. arm sleeves or even the helmet. You can put stuff everywhere yeah. on the on the uniform alone, let alone being able to move stuff exactly where you want to on the car also. You can't do any of that in Heat 5. Now, Ignition killed it on the paint, sh- paint booth. Yeah. But on top of that, the gameplay in this third game looks outstanding. Like the physics so- are so good. I'm so, so excited about this. Like, I think this is going to be the dirt track video game. And it's going to be even more perfect. And I can't pronounce his name. Rico Abreu? Abreu? I have no idea. You know who I'm talking about? I think I know who he's talking about. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's a sprint cup, or sprint cup, a sprint car driver who's actually a dwarf. But his main sponsor, his primary sponsor, is Rowdy Energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually wearing his hat right now, my white Rowdy Energy Rico number 24 hat. Uh, so that would be really cool. I have the autographed diecast car as well, uh, the uh, sprint car. So I'm really excited. I hope that's like an option that you can kind of choose your sponsorships. You can. That'd be really cool. Well, you uh, can you can choose your sponsor in the career mode. You get. You get obviously it's a career mode. You get your own, you know, you get contracts and stuff. But yeah, when you paint your car initially, yeah, you can put anything you want to on there. Oh my god! Well, I mean, any I anything ready. that they have to offer. You right. know, what I mean, like it would be neat if some of these NASCAR games would do like the Gran Turismo route, where you could upload something to a server and then download it in the game. But you oh, can sure. really customize like Gran Turismo. I'm making my own personal dirt track cars from when I was, you know, 20 years old or 20, 20 24 they, years old or something. And they look really they, good. They do because I got my number with my font, my exact font that's not available in the game. I made a decal in Photoshop and put it in the right file format and uploaded it to their server. And I went to the game and I downloaded it and I put it on the car. I have wanted a NASCAR game to treat the paint shop like WWE create creator wrestler is treated. Yeah. Where we can paint any type of car we want, which Gran Turismo does, by the way, they do this. Yeah. Where we can paint any kind of car we want, upload it to the server for anybody to grab and use. And then you can download any type of paint scheme you want to download. I would love it to be like that, but for some reason, they just don't want to do that. And I have no idea why. Uh, they're, I don't know. Losing money. Losing money. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the schedules real quick. Uh, the 2023 NASCAR schedules were released last week. Yes. Uh, right about the time we recorded last week, they were released. So we were going to push it off to the next episode because it's a, it's a big topic. We're probably not going to get that in depth with it. Uh, look at the truck series schedule. There's a couple of things that stick out to me. It's short. Yes. It's a very short schedule and looks like they're not going back to Knoxville and they're adding, uh, they didn't add Bristol. They had Bristol dirt last year too, didn't they? 
So, uh, yes. So it's just going to be yes. one dirt race next year. And that's going to be Bristol dirt. And oh, yeah. okay. it looks like two row courses. We've got Coda and mid Ohio. Yep. Two road courses. Also North uh, Wilkesboro. They are the companion yeah. race to the all-star race next year, which I want to talk about that when we get to the cup schedule, because that's so disappointing. What happened with me and North Wilkesboro? <sighs> but I know they're also going yeah. to Indianapolis Raceway Park. Yes, they which are. I love that in Milwaukee. They're going to Milwaukee miles as well. Like I like the truck schedule. I do too. And I, I especially, I'm trying to see here. There's only one racetrack that they're going to go to twice. And that's a Kansas speedway, baby. Yeah, it is. How about that? How about that? You know what that <laughs> means? Kansas Speedway. Best mile and a half we got. Yeah, they don't even go to Daytona twice or Talladega twice. Or, yeah, or Charlotte no. or anything. That's really cool. That's that's awesome. And that that should just that should say a lot to people that, you know, oh, Kansas is just another mile and a half. No, Kansas is a really, really awesome race, and you should come out and see it in person for sure. Well, let's talk about the mess of the Xfinity schedule. Oh my. So I'm counting you got Coda, Portland, Sonoma, Chicago Street Race. Okay, that's three road courses in four weeks. Uh, unnecessary. Then you have Road America, Indianapolis Road Course, Watkins Glen back to back right there. That's another three in four weeks. Road uh, America, Indianapolis God. Road Course, and Watkins Glen, three in four weeks. Huh. And the Roval. What is that? Eight? Seven. Coda. Or is it eight? Let me see. Coda, Portland, Sonoma, Chicago Street Race, Road America, Indianapolis. That's eight. That is eight. Yeah, that is eight. Golly. Eight pro courses, dude. That's, oh my goodness. That is so. awful. (sighs) I mean, you know, for for the fans out there that like really, really love NASCAR road course, like, Oh, they like seeing these go big, heavy, bulky stock cars on a road course. I mean, there's like two I like. I mean, I like Watkins Glen and Sonoma. I like the Roval more than Sonoma, so I guess I'd put the uh, the Roval and Watkins Glen. Those are the two I like. Yeah, the other ones are just like Sonoma's okay, just because it's been there ever since I was a kid. It's just like, come on, like. Out of all the road courses, the only one I get somewhat excited about is the Roval, and I'm I I don't care about it. <laughs> so it's like uh, Watkins Glen, the Sonoma. You're talking about history, yeah, that's true. But like the race, the races there suck. I, I think the Watkins Glen races are usually pretty good. I I think that's the exception <sighs> to me personally. But yeah, I get but it. the it's Roval just, uh, to me is as an excitement factor. That race is chaos. That's yeah. why I like it. I mean, smack dab in the middle of the playoffs too. So that's awesome, man. That uh, I finished schedule. I don't know about that. I don't either. Well, let's see about the cup schedule now. You have the clash again at the LA Memorial Coliseum. Uh, you have the last two mile Auto Club race. 
before they supposedly well it that's what they're they're billing it as so we'll see that's, they said that in 20, 2020 <laughs> well they 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 they're really saying it now so we'll see we'll see how it goes uh let's see we have north Wilkesboro with the all-star race now yes okay i'm happy that they're getting the all-star race I'm not happy that they decided because they're getting the all-star race that they're going to cancel all the dirt events they were going to do. And they're going to keep that asphalt. Yeah. That means that's that's rough. The other week when I said, ask me again in November, if I've ever been to the NASCAR hall of fame, well, you can ask me whenever you want to. I have never been to the NASCAR hall of fame. (laughs) Because that trip is canceled because they canceled the races at North Wilkesboro. And but, that was the main reason why I was going up there. I was going to meet my brother up there, and we were going to watch the races. It right. ain't happening now. But on the on the plus side, you're you know you are like a day trip away from North Wilkesboro. So I mean, instead of doing it, you know, in November, just make plans with your brother to go to the All Star race. You get to watch the All Star race for the NASCAR Cup Series at North Wilkesboro with the same asphalt. I mean. It's going to be just as exciting for you just a little bit later. I'll have to see how everything goes. That's a long ways away from right now. Well, I, I would like to. I really would. Sure. So we're just going to see how it goes because I also get to watch the trucks. Yeah, at the same time when you're up there. So I think the Cup Series has six road courses on their schedule. They got Coda, Sonoma. The street race. Let's see what else. Man, Indianapolis road course. Just uh Watkins Glen and the Roval. So that's six road yeah. courses. Three too many. That's five too many. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm good with Sonoma, Watkins Glen, and the Roval, but I think that's it. So to me personally, that's three too many. But I'm really excited. The the playoffs kind of look a little bit similar. Yeah, the playoffs didn't change year. much. It goes Darlington, Kansas, Bristol for the round of 16. Texas, Talladega, Roval for the round of 8. Or, no, 12. Right? Yeah. And then uh, Vegas, that's not right. Yeah, you got 16 in the first three, and then you get down to 12, and then you get down to 8, and after Martinsville, it's oh, the final yeah. four. Yeah, I'm just... I don't know how to do math. So, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. So, Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, and then uh, Championship Four at, at Phoenix, unfortunately. Uh, I love how, oh, well, they, I guess they changed it. I thought Homestead was the go home race to Phoenix. I was, I thought that was funny because it used to be Phoenix. It used to be Martinsville, Phoenix, uh, Homestead. And now it's Homestead, Martinsville, Phoenix. So, yeah, the schedules. I mean, the Cup Series is okay overall. I I wish there was more Saturday night races. I think there's only one Saturday night race all yeah. year long, and I think that's Bristol night. Is it really? I think so. I, that can't be. What? Double-check me, but I'm pretty sure that the only oh. Saturday night race is Bristol. Golly, that's weird. It is weird, isn't it? Like every night race is a Sunday night race. Like Darlington, that would be a perfect Saturday night race. Well, they all would. I mean, I think Martinsville yeah. might be a Saturday night race too. 
I could be wrong about that, but I, I think it was one or two. And I, I know Bristol's one. Yeah. But, yeah. But I mean, you're kind of getting away from some really, really big traditions there when you do stuff like that. Yeah. Going more on Saturday for the Cup Series kind of takes away from the Xfinity Series, which are putting on banger races right now. Well, minus the eight road courses. Oh, golly. Eight road courses, dude. That's way, way too many. That's a quarter of the schedule. Yeah. If if it's 36 races, that's. I mean, God. Yeah. One every four races as a uh, road course. Sometimes three out of four weeks. Twice. Yeah. Just uh, I'll just watch it once a month. The one race they don't they don't do a road course that, that month. Right. <laughs> anyway. So highly disappointed about the Norfolk Sparrow thing. I totally get it. But they canceled our first trip that we were gonna do. Initially, they, they canceled like one of the first couple of weeks for the asphalt races that we were going to do. And they, they said, oh, we'll just go watch the dirt. And then they canceled the dirt. So I've been canceled yeah. twice now for North Westboro. So, you know, I, that's not fun. I don't know what that feels like, but I do kind of – I'm in kind of the same boat. I was supposed to go to Texas this weekend to watch the Xfinity and Cup Series. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely not happening. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, I already booked my hotel, and I never got like an email, so I I don't I don't know who I booked my hotel with, and I I have not been able to uh, cancel that reservation. Hmm. So I'm about to get charged, you know, how much ever it was for the hotel, and I wasn't even there. So I'm very frustrated as as, as well. Yeah, I hope that gets worked out. oh it's whatever but yeah i wish i was there at texas i'm actually excited about going there next year because they took a race away so i'm excited to go see an actual point race at texas so we're gonna move on we got some questions this week yes we have uh three questions uh the first two come from uh testimony state and I believe they're both from Drew. I don't think uh, Caitlin had any had, had any questions this week. I don't think she could think of any. Yeah, I don't, so I don't think so. These are both from Drew. If The first one, if there were to be action figures of NASCAR drivers, give me your dream series. Like, oh. What kind of figures? Would they be like elite style, different scale, maybe even who would make them? But give me okay. your first, let's say six in the first series. Give me your first series. Oh, I'm so nervous. I love this question for one. I love, 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 love this question. So I I thought about this. I would do Tyler Reddick in the and I, I mean, let's be honest. I know it's this is complete fantasy. So uh Tyler uh Tyler Reddick, the three chai, three chi, mm-hmm. three chi uh fire suit, uh Alex Bowman in the ally fire suit, uh Kyle Bush in the Yellow M&M's fire suit, Kevin Harvick in his Bush Light fire suit. Throw a Denny Hamlin in the FedEx because it's you know FedEx is so legendary at this point. Uh, the sixth one, I would say, classic. Let's go, Dale Earnhardt and the Goodrich. But there's a chase, and it's gonna be <laughs> Kyle Busch in street clothes with the WWE 24/7 <laughs> Championship. Let's 
go. I don't know how Rob Gronkowski or uh, Johnny Knoxville could get elites. And Kyle Busch, who's a NASCAR, or no, not NASCAR, WWE champion, doesn't have an elite yet. Come on. What is going on with you this? You have to put yeah. Kyle Busch and Mattel and Steve Ozer's uh, Twitter handles together and make this happen, dude. I mean, let's go. Um, yeah, but to answer it, it would definitely be uh, Mattel Elites. I think that's the way to Absolutely. go, right? Mattel Elites. It they're, has to. They're, just, they're too good. Oh, so good. Yeah, absolutely. I am so excited to hear your list, though. Well, I like the idea of kind of like how wrestlers have different gear. The drivers nowadays, every year, they have at least five or six different looks. Sure. Right. So, and I like the idea of putting accessories with them. Oh, are you talking like a Noah Gregson, like mustache head scan or something? Like, that would be so cool, too. Yeah, you could do like an alternate head with them. You know, like maybe an angry one or one with sunglasses, maybe a helmeted one, <laughs> or maybe a helmet yeah. that comes with it. Like every every driver would come with a helmet. Yes. Maybe gloved hands, non-gloved hands. Kyle Bush with blood streaming down his forehead from Las Vegas. After he got Ross Chastain could have a breakable watermelon. Yes, dude. I am so hype over this. I don't know why. I'm so excited about this question. Um, my lineup would also include Dale Earnhardt, and I think the chase with him would be a uh let's see. Probably the silver. Oh. I don't okay. know if he had a different driver's suit though. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe don't... he had a different helmet though. Did he have he, a different I... helmet? I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like that would be such an iconic night that I don't remember him having a different fire suit or helmet. Well, maybe I'll just make a Wrangler. There maybe the chase would be him and the Wrangler. Yeah. And uh, let's see. He had to have a completely different head sculpt, though, because he had the long hair with the Wrangler. So, yeah, Dale Earnhardt oh, yeah. would have to be one because he would sell. I personally would throw yes. Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty in the, in the first series. There you go. So you'd have the hat. You'd have the uh, Richard Petty. Uh, you have the helmet accessory and the hat accessory. And Ross Chastain, I would love to see that because I want to see a breakable watermelon wow. accessory. Yeah. I want to see that. Kyle Busch, I would do the basic M&Ms, the yellow M&Ms. Sure. I would do that for sure. With the 24-7 championship. You know, I would throw the 24-7 championship in there, whether he has three clothes yeah. or not, I would. Or at yeah, least absolutely. do a mimic title of it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I wouldn't put any more legends in there. I think two legends out of six is enough. Oh, yeah, for sure. Otherwise, I would say Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson, but I think that'll be in the next series. But let's see. That's four. I guess Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson, that's the two biggest ones that would sell. And I would make uh, Chase Elliott – the uh, probably the retro Hooters look. Oh, and Kyle Larson, the retro. red bubbling. Oh, there you go. Okay, I like. I love both of those paint schemes. That's awesome. I would buy the mess out of this line, dude. Oh my god, are you kidding? Me? Yes, <laughs> dude. I'm. I've never been so giddy over a question like fantasy booking. Like this would be fantastic. Can you imagine bringing them up to NASCAR drivers and get them to sign them in paint pen? Oh my god. Richard Petty's I, autograph over his action figure. 
in like a petty blue paint pen or maybe yeah. even like a, a, a bright, like neon looking red, orangish, like a day glow orange yeah. paint pen, man, that would look good. I, uh, I was listening to fully posable and they were talking uh, like Jeff, uh, Jeff tune from that, from fully posable went and took some questions from, uh, I think wrestling figs or something. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Cassatt actually had two of his questions answered by Steve Ozer. Cool. And I was like, you know, I started thinking about this and I heard Drew's question and I heard this uh, question about the action figures. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I'm going to get on there. I'm going to Kyle Bush, number one fan, you know, get a brand new uh, account. And I'm going to just, you think everybody went nuts for the whole uh uh, next, not next gen arena, but the the big massive arena that they showed off at WrestleMania Access a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna single handedly double that <laughs> for a, for a Kyle Busch Mattel Elite. Oh, it's on now. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm really thinking if I saw these things at Walmart and like these little square boxes, you know, hanging on the pegs right by the NASCAR diecast. Yeah, or maybe on the shelf or whatever, six to a set. You know, maybe eight in a box, double pack the popular ones. I would yeah. buy the crap out of these things, man. Yeah, and you know, it kind of takes me back to nostalgic too, because I mean, I don't know, I don't. Soda, do you know anybody that has like a toy to- like podcast that just talks <laughs> about a specific line of toys? Because there used to be uh, NASCAR action figures or toys. And I don't know if like anybody named Travis or, or Brian, I don't know. You know, those two names kind of ring a bell, but I, I would love an opportunity to talk NASCAR action figures. So they're kind (laughs) of hit and miss, right? Like, right. The first ones I remember actually came with a one forty third scale car. I think it was on a blister pack made by racing champions and they were kind of modeled after the, uh, like the star Wars toys and really? that style, uh, like the little, uh, three and three quarter inch, but they were bigger than that. I think they were closer to about a five inch scale. I don't think they were like anything else, but I specifically, about- I, well, this is the first ones I remember seeing. This is like 91 or so. Oh. I okay. specifically remember having a Ken Schrader and a Hutt Strickland one. Are we talking about action yes, figures or the race action cars? figures? Really? I remember a white and green suit Ken Schrader, and I remember a blue Ray Bestus number 12 Hutt Strickland action figure. I had those two, and I think I had a Bobby Hamilton Country Time one too when he drove number 68. Really? And that went away. I mean, that didn't last long at all. And then they started doing like the statue type action yeah. figures. And like, I had a couple of those. But at the same time, I was like, what am I going to do with the action figures of these guys? They can't fit in their cars. You know, I, mean, I don't have a car big enough for yeah. them to get in and drive it and play like that. I mean, I always just played with the little 164 scale diecast. Sure. I didn't have a need for them. And by the time the statue ones came around, I wasn't, obviously, I wasn't even playing with cars then. I was a little more grown up. But I got a completely different look on action figures now because I buy them things to collect. 
Yeah. And to get autographs. And if I had, if I had a set of action figures, when I went to SRX, I would not have been bringing video games to get autographed. Right. I would have brought a Michael Waltrip action figure, a Tony Stewart one, a Bill Elliott action figure, a Coors Bill Elliott action figure. Maybe with uh, million dollar bills in there with his face on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so endless. The possibilities are endless with it. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, we went real long on that question. Yeah, we did. Woo, okay. Baby. Next question from Drew. Besides being a driver, if you could have one job associated with NASCAR, what would it be? It would be an action figure line creator. Yes. <laughs> oh, you say it louder for the boys in the back. Yes. Uh, I have mine. Um, what would your job be? So I kind of said it earlier. Like I'm actually a current crew chief, and I don't know if that's you know I'm not really that good at it. Uh, but I think honestly, uh, flagman. Oh, you took mine. I think, I think flagman would be a really cool thing, you know, because you get to set up there all race long and. Yeah, the only be only awesome. problem is you're in a thick fire suit and it's hot. That's oh yeah, that's the for only sure. problem with the, the flagman nowadays, because they didn't used to have to wear those real big thick fire suits with helmets, but they do yeah. now. I would I would do it. I would too. Um, yeah, I would I much could. rather do it on a local level at night. You know, but yeah, I mean, it'd be a little little cooler, and actually. We can discuss it right now if you want to. Do you think the flagman even serves a purpose in NASCAR anymore? Oh man, uh, no, they, they don't, I don't think do so they? at all. No, because like you have NASCAR, um, NASCAR's in your ear, so it's not uncommon for these drivers to be in the middle of a turn and NASCAR pops up in their ear saying, you know. Uh, you know whatever i don't know i'm not a race car driver but like you know like i do know that nascar has the option of saying like keying up and saying oh 18 you're starting to smoke you know whatever and everybody hears it mm -hmm. so I, I mean the flagman what if you know god forbid you know another austin dillon daytona you know wreck happens and somebody goes airborne and rips off you know the the fence and like what if they accidentally tag that you know obviously if you're airborne you can't oh hey get out of the way you know it just happens i i don't know i don't know if a flagman is completely necessary because we have spotters we have radio communications we have lights you know a flagman's just there for pictures now honestly you know it's, yeah it's a visual it's a classic visual representation of the start and finish of a race yes. and it's there for the picture you have the checker flag waving instead of a video screen with a checker flag on it you have a checker flag waving over the winner i mean that's that's what yeah. the that's what it's there for now i mean if that's the case then let them you know wave the green flag set up there for five laps come down and get up there and for the get checkered, back yeah Makes yeah, sense. get up there five laps to go or something. You know, that's yeah. fine. With Just me. get up there to restart the race because the flagman does control the restart. That's yes. about the only thing I know he does. No, the flagman doesn't control the restart. The, the driver say, controls the restart. The flagman controls the start. Yes. But that is literally the only thing he does. That's it. So he doesn't even need to be up there except just the way the checker, the way the white flag and checker just to show a visual, 
a visual representation of everything happening. Because on a local level, the flagman is very important. He controls Absolutely. the entire race. Yes. But I mean, that's why you always see like drivers get mad and get out at the flagman and climb the fence trying to get at the flagman when they black flag them. Yeah, but that's true. You don't see that in NASCAR, do you? They don't get mad at the oh, flagman. No. They, get mad, they get mad at NASCAR. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they know who's in charge. Heck yeah. Uh, so Tim at a chair shot on Twitter has a question. Who is your favorite crew chief of all time? Oh. Uh, Chad Knauss. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, probably the smartest man in NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, I think he has 81 wins with Jimmy Johnson and seven championships. I, I think he's pretty pretty darn good at what he does. <laughs> Mine would be Larry McReynolds. Oh, see, that's a good one. Yeah. I I mean, Davey, for one, leading him to right. Daytona 500 win. Uh, Ernie Irvin. I mean, Dale Jarrett for a little bit, I believe, too. And then um, jumped over to Earnhardt. And got him the Daytona 500 win. I mean, he's just classic. And then, of course, he's, you know, uh, announcing for the last 20 years. Just, yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorite NASCAR personalities. For sure. There's so many, though, like Greg Zifidelli, he's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Hammond, uh, Leonard Wood, uh, Dale, Dale Inman. Uh, even like if you want to go way back, like, your style of racing, like Herb Nab, my style with racing. uh, with yeah, because you know it's like older and stuff. <laughs> uh, Herb Nab was uh partnered up with I believe Kale Yarbrough, and they they went on a tour, a tour, a tour, a tear. And I mean, there's just a you know, the years and Steve Addington and uh, Jason Radcliffe. Just a whole bunch of really talented crew chiefs. I thought Andy Andy Petrie was really good too. Andy Petrie, yeah, absolutely. So Texas this weekend. Yes. I'm not a big fan of track. I mentioned that before. I know you are. You're a pretty good fan of track. Uh yes. you like the idea of like multiple dates a year with it. I like the idea of blowing it up, but we can look at different <laughs> Different points of view. I can't. Yeah. Did, did they race earlier this year? Or was it just the All Star race? Uh, yes, they. I believe they raced earlier this year. It was not a thing. It was All Star, and then the this week. Okay. Right. I think so. Kyle Busch won the All Star race. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He finished twenty first. <laughs> it was rock. Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. That's right. Yeah, the die catches came out. I'm looking at the yeah. list. Of, I think uh, you picked Kyle Busch to win the All Star race. He finished 21st. That's right. He yeah, ramped over Ross Chastain. No, Ross Chastain ramped over him, didn't it? Yeah, Ross Chastain <laughs> high fived all of his beloved. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah. I was just looking at the yeah. list of people that we picked. High fived God yeah. that day. He <laughs> went so high. Yeah, we got a good look at the underbelly of these ugly cars. That is very true. I don't know where I just went. Like that was a horrible, horrible part. I don't know what I was trying to say. Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't have much to talk about as far as a preview of this race. 
Yeah, it's not. Texas. It's gonna be me personally. I feel like it's a mediocre race as far as the oh, racing sure. goes. I mean, I understand you like it because it's relatively simple for you to get to, and it's a good live race to go to. And if it might be a good party, it might be a good atmosphere. I don't. I've never been, but yeah, from an outsider's point of view, as far as like having been to the track and stuff like that, I'm not a big fan of it. It's just, it's going to be, it's not going to be the best race all year. It's not going to be the most entertaining oh, mile no. and a half all year. Chances are this is going to be the playoff race where some playoff driver is actually going to dominate and win and nobody's going to have any yep. problems. Absolutely. Yep. So with that being said, you have your picks all lined out, right? I'm going first. Though. I do. I'm going first. Though. Okay. I yes, you do. My pick finished second. I was like, I'm making some yes. ground and your pick finished fourth. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't make much ground. That's okay. I'm going to go a little out of the box. So when I haven't picked all year long, Oh Lord, uh, I don't think it's going to matter. I'm going to pick oh, Eric Amarola. Oh, okay. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, I was actually going to give you a layup, uh, cause of who I, uh, who I wrote down, and I must have had a fever when I wrote this name. But <laughs> hey, we're this far; we might as well go with it. But yeah, Almirola, Almirola is not a uh, bad pick. He's he's not, and he's one of these picks that, if there could be a twentieth winner, he's one of the guys that you could see, you know, having a good day and being up there if somebody has problems, like. Eric Jones and Chris Busher have. Yeah. I mean, he won last season at New Hampshire. So, I mean, it's not like he doesn't know how to win. Yeah. And he's coming back next year, too. So, it isn't like he's going away either. I mean, he's he's building towards next year now. So, oh, for sure. I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad pick. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Very true. Who you got? Oh, golly. Uh, whoo. I don't know what I was doing uh, when I wrote this down, but apparently I'm going with Daniel Suarez. That's dude. He's solid. I know, but I just, uh, he's just been very, very quiet. Uh, not really that consistent uh, so far in the playoffs, but I mean, he advanced to the round of 12. So well, when everybody else is than... breaking and he's not, yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. You can't really, can't really ask for much much more than that. Yeah, I got seven more chances to uh, try to get this win. I really, really want this win. Uh, hopefully, Daniel Suarez will uh, let that happen, and then I'll add a Daniel Suarez diecast to my collection. So I'm really excited about that. Well, I think that's going to do it for the episode, man. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to talk about the uh, podcast drafting partners real quick. Shout out real quick, the Fully Postable Wrestling Figure Podcast and Drunk Wrestling History. Uh, Scott from Fully Postable runs, uh, we, he's partnered up to uh, put on Drunk Wrestling History. Both of them really good shows. Uh, go back and check out episodes of Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. I won the Daggum Fan Duel this week. Yes, you did. I have My boy. Never finished in the top three in two years on this thing. Yes. And I won the thing this week. I don't know what any of that means, but when I saw that on Twitter, I was like, I still don't know what this means, but you know what? So do you go, dude. Uh, 
out of boy. It's just funny because I, I haven't, like I said, the only top three uh, get money. The only yeah. top three get money back on it. It's a five dollar buy in. The top three get money back. Everybody else is fighting to be in the top three. I finished fourth. That's like the best I've ever finished. Most of the time, I finished about sixth to eighth. And I actually not only finished in the top three, I won the dang thing this week. So, in overtime, too. It was an overtime game that did it because I had the quarterback that won in overtime. So, that's what did it for me. But So, was it a $10 bet? Is what it's you $5 said? bet. $5 bet. What if you would have bet 500 Well, no, it's it's a it's a pool thing. It's a buy-in. Oh, it's a pool yeah. thing. I got you. Okay. You buy-in. I see uh, everybody buys in for five dollars, and the top three get a cut of everybody of the oh, purse. I get My five dollars turned into thirty-four dollars, so now I don't have to pay for it for another six weeks if I don't, you know, if I don't win again. Thirty-four dollars—that's all you want? Yeah, it's just a little. It's a little pool. It's a little fantasy pool. It's nothing. It's not a. It's not like a DraftKings thing where where we were doing that where we would put $4 into a lineup and we had a chance to win $20,000 cuz that oh. has that oh, has like 40,000 okay. people playing. I so see. If all those all people right. put in $4. You're going to have a lot of money to divvy up. You know. Gotcha. That's, this is like yeah, 12 people putting in 5 bucks. That's awesome. But you still won. won. That's awesome, dude. I was excited. I'm at $34. Congratulations. <laughs> uh Positivity Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh also give a listen to Lap Traffic Podcast if you want to go into a little more depth in NASCAR. Uh shout out to Jason Wolf and his amazing chop shop and all the art that he puts on. Outsiders Beard Co. run by Big Underscore Bane. Great products and great music from Big Underscore Bane. Go check out his new album. It's on it's available on all the outlets now just search actually you can just search his name b-a-y-n bane and it'll show up i think it's called the uh what is it called something in the veil what is it called <laughs> the i gotta look it spine. up spine in the veil the spine in the veil yeah i had to look i have to look it up i love i love this it's songs. not veil isn't it veal it's veal it's veil spine no it's veal v it's v-e-i-l it's veil no, it's not. It is V A I L is Veil. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> veal. It's Veal. Now I just I feel like I'm saying Veal too much, and now it, like it's starting to sound weird. Veal, I veal, thought it was fine veal, veal, veal. It could be Veal. I don't know. Maybe it's Veal. I'm pretty sure it's Veal though. I don't know. I'll have to Snapchat him or something. Anyway, uh, who do you got, either? I love. I cannot wait to listen to that album. By the way, I'm super stoked. Speaking of Bane, check out. Uh, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Uh, we have, you know, it's fake, right? TV Toycast with Travis and Brian. Uh, no Holds Barred with Bill Benis, which might be coming back sooner than later. Uh, you heard him on our little commercial, pulling up a chair with a chair shot uh, with our friend Tim. Uh, then we got Tales from the Estate with Drew and his wife, Caitlin. I'm, I love that podcast i know that they've been really busy here lately so i've just been patiently waiting for the next episode uh but i should i like ease up on the suggestions or yeah because i have another one give them a week or two okay well you know what i'm gonna give them i'm gonna say this one okay (laughs) (laughs) and then i'll kind of you know relax for a few weeks um i so podcasting for me has been very very therapeutic um kind of like showing you know 
pulling the curtain a little bit. Uh, I, I want to know what's their top five favorite funny childhood memory or f- top five f- funniest childhood memories, I guess is what I should have probably said. Okay. And then, okay, now now I'll, I'll kind of chill out for a, a few weeks. <laughs> uh, Rowdy Energy, the official energy drink of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Uh, our friends at Lionel Racing, go check out the, I don't know, I don't know what their catchphrase is right off the top of my head, but the number one, I don't know, retail di- NASCAR diecast producer. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do better next week. Well, they're the only one right now, right? I mean, they got the other in action, but they're they're made by action, aren't they? So, well, Lionel, I think they bought action, so it's the same. They thing. bought action, I, I or did action buy so. them? No, I think Lionel Racing. I don't know. See, I'm gonna have to do my research. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's the same thing. Check out Lionel Racing. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Action and Lionel are the same thing. Well, I mean, they pretty much are. I mean. RCCA, you know, same thing. I mean, is it? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna have to do my research. RCCA action—that's we... the same thing. And if action is part of Lionel or Lionel's part of action, then they're the same thing too. Wait, what is what is RCCA? Racing Collectors Club of America. Is that what it yeah. is? Okay, RCCA yeah, action—it's the same company. Oh, is it? I did not realize that. Okay. Well, it was when I was a kid. Something every day. It was when I was a kid because you you were an RCCA fan club member, and you got exclusive uh, action diecast. Yeah, they still do that too. So it's probably the same yeah, thing. I think it's the same know. thing. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody listening to this week's show. If you could please rate and review and follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at In the Marbles Pod, and you can also find us on Facebook. Email the show at inthemarblespod at gmail.com. And you can also go to watermaneuver.net and check out some of our shirts. You could just search the uh, search by store tab in the top left corner and you can look up in the marbles. And that's where we are. That's a great way to uh, support the show if you uh, feel so inclined to. And uh, well, before we get out of here, anything you want to add or wrap about? Rest in peace, Jocko Flacco. <laughs> I still have it on my notes, dude. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Jocko Flacco from three weeks ago. As always, peace, love, all the All right, let's we'll see you next time in the Marvels. So I think if you can drop a beat, <laughs> soda. Oh, I'm not participating. You... <laughs> it was. How did it now? You know why I like Bane's music so much right now? Because I don't like rap. Oh, well, I can't participate we... in this. <laughs> Listen, my rapping skills are wiggity wiggity wag. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna try to do it in one breath. It's really hard because I have a stuffy nose, but I believe it went. If y'all don't know by now, I'm going to smack your crew. This is YJ Stinger coming straight from Stacker 2 because YJ Stinger is the energy king. Go on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Do you not remember I that? Don't. Oh my gosh. You're going to have to YouTube. I'm, I'm going to have to I YouTube. think I'll just fast forward that. I hear that on. I hear that <laughs> in the commercial. I say, nope. And I just fast forward it. <laughs> 
Dude, yeah, the only rap I know is Weird Al. Oh, that's the only rap that's... I know. When he does the rap like... songs, like it's all about the Benjamins or the Couch oh. Potato song that he does, or White and Nerdy. <laughs> I know those yeah, songs, Nerdy was awesome. but I think All About the Benjamins is, or All About the Pentiums. I think that song is hilarious. That's like the yeah. coolest rap song. And then, like, you have Chris Jericho. And remember, it was like a 45 second song. And all he would be was like, Don't you wish you were? Don't you wish you were? I remember that song. The King of Energy. I love that that one. one. I don't know any of the others. I don't remember the (laughs) commercials. I just remember Chris Jericho with it. Oh, really? I I don't remember the commercials themselves. I just remember the WWE guy saying, Stacker 2, the world's strongest fat burner. Capiche? You know. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Heck yeah.